0: Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three
1: KLIN well hello friends it's Friday we made it to the weekend together I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for Dan for the final day as he's wrapping up his Amsterdam and Ireland trip um, we're going to take a check-in with him in Ireland with his friends there he's got a whole group of friends there in just a minute and find out exactly what's been going on over the last few days Johnny Cadillac thank you so much for producing the show uh, it's been great working with you the last couple of weeks likewise, likewise. and weather wise I need to touch upon this real quick Um We were just placed in the severe thunderstorm um, uh, watch, and currently there are several severe thunderstorms popping up around the area, so stay tuned to KLIN, and we will keep you up to date. Uh, We have a great second half of the show lined up. Lancaster County Commissioner and Executive Director of Youth for Christ Lincoln, Matt Schulte, is going to be joining us, and with school starting up in just a couple of weeks, he's going to share with us some tips on how to help our teens start the school year off well. Uh, He's also going to have a big announcement um, that's going to reveal, for the first time here on the show, a very popular entertainer who is going to be joining them for one of their fundraisers in October. So he will share that in just a few minutes. All right, Johnny, let's get the party started from Ireland. Dan is uh, joining us with uh, Chef Kevin Shin and a special guest as well. So, Dan, how
2: are you guys doing? (laughs) Hey, guys. uh, Hello from Belfast, Ireland. Uh, Doug, I can't thank you enough for uh, the great work you've done these past uh, few days. Um, as I've been having fun with my friends <laughs> in Ireland.
1: Well, you're welcome. It's been it's been it's been an absolute joy. It so.
3: has been it has been a fantastic good time with Doug Fitzgerald, and today we're having a damn good time as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Johnny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am. I'm here in the Europa Hotel uh, with uh, Chef Kevin Shin, as we do every Friday afternoon club at, uh, on the Dan Parsons Show. And the Europa Hotel uh, is the most bombed hotel in the world, and that's where we're staying. Uh, but those troubles uh, between the uh, in in Ireland have gone away, so we are safe. Uh, it's a beautiful city. Uh, we've got we got in here yesterday, and we're joined by our good friend Carrie Knight uh, from Portland, uh, and Kevin's daughter Claire uh, Shin. Uh, we put her on the plane yesterday to go home to uh, well actually she flew into denver uh to see some friends and so it's just the guys now the last couple days here and so uh but what what i really wanted to touch on today is uh it, you know i've gotten lots of questions uh on the internet on facebook and uh, texting uh commenting on our question uh, on our pictures the past uh, couple weeks you know how did we arrange this trip and it all comes back down to uh, relationships. And Chef Kevin has been here a couple different times. I think we talked about this on the show. Uh, he, through a number of different circumstances, had his trips uh, cut short. And so this is Kevin's uh, 60th birthday trip. And uh, because of his prior trips, he was able to make uh, connections that has really guided us uh on this trip uh here in Ireland the past week and so uh chef kevin uh i mean you did you you lined us up with uh not only a, a craft cider uh creator but also a a, a, dist- a distillery of of gin and, and some of that was uh planned and some of that was
4: spontaneous it was
2: it was serendipity
4: exactly yeah that's the best word for it
2: yeah so talk about that kevin i mean we uh because of a connection that we both have in lincoln you met somebody who was a cider uh craft cider creator right uh my dad instilled in me the value
4: of travel when i was a freshman in college and i've never gotten over that uh bug and so in 2020, uh, I had planned a trip here to uh, the Republic and, um, just to capture uh, – traveling alone is a new thing for me, and so I was able to do that uh, with the help of some friends. And a very good friend of mine in Lincoln, the Chef Eric Laden. He found out I was going to Ireland and he said, "Oh, you need to meet Liam O'Donnell. He is a cider maker like I am and I met him in Oregon, which is where Kerry's from." And and so you see if you can and meet up with him. And so I did in 2020, met him and saw his operation and developed a connection there as as a as a fellow maker. You know, he makes cider, I make dinners and food, and uh, we had a wonderful time. It, Dan might put the picture of us on on the uh, social page, but uh, I think Liam is my uh, Irish brother. Everybody that sees you so says say, is is that, Liam is your brother. Is that your brother? No, and, uh, no he's not my brother, but it I, it certainly makes me wonder. I think I'm really Irish because I look like a lot of people here.
2: And because of that, we met up with Liam. We did. And he gave us a tour, as you have had, mm-hmm. of his craft cider business in uh, in uh, near Cork. Yeah, it's called Legacy
4: Cider, and uh, it's only available in Ireland. But well, I sure wish it was available in the states. Um, he's he's in a little tiny town near Cork called uh, uh, Dungarvan, and that's where he has set up shop, and uh, just. I love connecting with people that are doing things that that are passionate to them, and that are that flow directly from the heart. And Liam is the he's a perfect example of that. Well, so the next day on our trip last Tuesday, we did not have plans because they they uh, uh, our wait list for the tour did not uh, include us. And so Liam said, "Oh, I've got a, I've got an idea for you." And so he set us up with a uh, gin and whiskey producer in the uh, Ring of Barra, which is near uh, uh, Killarney, south of south west of Killarney, and we had the most beautiful time of connecting. But that was completely spontaneous. Was, yeah, we didn't plan. I didn't plan that. But it was because, like you said, Dan, the relationship that we nurtured and connected, and it led us to another relationship, to another relationship, and a brand new experience.
2: Dead air. Hello. Oh so yeah, we're <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> well, and so and so one of the oddities of, uh, in addition to those great experiences, and and again. Uh, check us out on social media. If you've not followed uh, the Dan Parsons Show on Facebook and Twitter, uh, follow us. Because we've been posting pictures of our adventures here in Ireland. And before we got to Ireland, my solo trip to Amsterdam. So you can follow us there and, and see some of the adventures and, and, and photography uh, that we've done. Uh, but our friend Carrie Knight is here from Portland. And the connection uh, to the Lincoln uh, audience with Carrie, uh, maybe, Carrie, you can explain that uh, you flew in from Portland and met us in Medicine, Dublin, as I did uh, from Amsterdam uh, last week. Uh, but Carrie helped Kevin and Karen open a bread and cup. Yeah, that's
3: right. We, we uh, moved to Lincoln in 2010 and uh, because of my relationship with Kevin. And uh, we worked together on various things. But one of the main things that we did was we helped start Bread and Cup. But we've been friends. uh, I think I met Kevin in probably 1985. So we've known each other for quite a while. It was his 60th birthday trip. He asked if I would want to come. And Ireland is just a special place. This is my third time to be here. I can't explain it, but it's very good.
2: And and what was really cool is that Kerry was our driver. And if anyone has been to the uh, to England or anywhere uh, over here. Uh, where they drive on the left-hand side. Th- you drive on the re- the left side of the road. So Carrie, we had a stick shift car, rental car, uh, and Carrie was our driver. I, th- I think we're out of time, but we'll pick that up on the side of the break. <laughs> so it looks
3: like we're gonna head to a break and uh, we'll pick that up right after that. <laughs> <laughs> Nice deflection.
2: Yeah, that, but we did. And uh, so it was, it's was. it been a great time. Uh, we've had a just a wonderful time. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know how much time we have. You guys are going to have to tell me how much time we have. But uh, one of the things that we want to talk about maybe after the, the break is the experiences that we've had here in Belfast uh, and, and, and specifically about uh, the troubles Uh, We took a black cab tour earlier today, and uh, so we want to talk about that. But uh, the main thing, I guess the main message that, uh, from a travel perspective, um, it's the connections uh, ahead of time that we've made in order to more localize uh, the trip. All right. Oh, there you are. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so, well, uh, for example, uh, you know, just this evening as we're, you know, it's 1119 here in Belfast and uh, we didn't have dinner reservations. And so Kevin remembered that he had a friend that told him because things, you know, at 11 o'clock at night, uh, you know, even an hour ago and we we're looking for someplace to have dinner at. Uh, And so places are starting to close down. And Kevin remembered that he had a friend, a guest at the portico at your restaurant.
4: Again, another relationship.
2: Who, who somebody from uh, Belfast, mm-hmm. who who's an educator at UNL, mm-hmm. yeah. said, "Oh, you need to check out this restaurant."
4: And we did, <laughs>
2: and we did, and we just finished uh, a beautiful uh, dinner at a restaurant uh, here in Belfast it's called Home. By the way, if anyone is on their way to Belfast, please stop at Home <laughs> <laughs> and mention Chef Kevin. Uh, you'll get the chef special. Um, but, yeah, it was um, it's those local connections that really make a difference in traveling. Let's say, Dan, you want to send us a break? Yeah, let's go to break. And when we come back, um, it was really an emotional, educational, historical time that we had on this Black Cab Tour uh, here in Belfast. Uh, this earlier this afternoon. And then we're going to jump on a plane back to America, uh, on Sunday. And, uh, I'll be back on Monday. Uh, we'll do Flatwater Free Press on Monday and Tuesday. Just to give you a, a little taste of what we're going to do on Tuesday. I have recruited, uh, a legal expert, uh, to start going through the Trump trials. I mean, all of us, uh, are wondering what's going to happen, uh, with the indictments of former President Donald Trump. Uh, And I have recruited uh, a very special uh, legal expert who is not the ordinary uh, political uh, expert. Uh, We have someone that we're going to bring on the show on Tuesday uh, to talk about the uh, Trump uh, indictments. And I think we're all expecting that uh, another one's going to happen any day now. And uh, so we'll do that on Tuesday and Monday we'll do uh, our regular Flatwater Free Press. But I'm so thrilled uh, to bring uh, a Friday afternoon club uh, from Belfast, Ireland, uh, with Chef Kevin Shin and our special guest, uh, Carrie Knight from Portland, Oregon, who's uh, who spent some time in Lincoln and helped uh, uh, open Bread and Cup with uh, Chef uh, Kevin. And uh, so we're here in, in Belfast doing great things. And one of the things, and maybe we didn't finish the, the thought, but one of the things that uh, has made our trip really great is Carrie Knight has been our driver? At least he was uh, when we were in court.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a great job, except for after the pub, because you, you watch your friends enjoy the music and have a pint while you drink water, so that you can drive them home. Uh, but no, it, we are very, yeah. <laughs> very But I don't let that limit your trip. They, they have a great trans you know trains and bus system most countries do but it's definitely a challenge you know driving on the other side but here's the thing if you give yourself about a half a day uh you just talk it out every time like where am i turning they'll know i'm like i'm turning to the other lane i'm I'm (laughs) actually talking out loud as i'm driving so that i don't forget but once you're in it you just kind of forget what's happening and you just drive and it's a great way to see the country to be honest it's terrifying when a semi comes by <laughs> uh but their trucks are a little smaller here so it's actually not a bad thing and actually i enjoy driving so it's a good it's a good thing it's very so, different here because what we think of as a county
4: road is their main highway
3: between two major areas. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. most of them have have like bushes and shrub at the edge of the road, yeah. there's not a shoulder, so not you're shoulder. you're getting brushed with uh, branches yeah. and all. You know, you see a farm equipment coming by; it's, yeah. it's a terrifying thing. Yeah. However, it's it is it's not as hard as people want to think. You know, I love to
4: travel, and like I said earlier, my father was the one who began to instill that value in me. And not everybody can. You know, that's not. So it's not something everybody can do, but I think what makes travel—we were talking about this earlier over some pints—was what makes travel important and special is the sense of curiosity that you go into it with. You know, like you're—we move like like we were just talking. We they drive on the right, the left hand side of the road here, then rather than the right hand side. Be curious about that. Rather than say, gosh, this is awful," or "Man, this is hard to," why do they do it this way? Flip it around and say, "I wonder why," "I wonder why," they do it this way rather than the way we do it. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. cur- curiosity is extremely important when it comes to travel, and it doesn't have to be to Ireland; it could be to North Platte or to uh, uh, Valentine or anywhere. It, when when we travel, if we maintain a sense of curiosity. That's what makes it Well, the
3: the great thing about that real quick is it opens opportunity, right? That's the, the thing is, if you're curious about why this or why that or what about this city or what's here? So many things have happened on this trip just because we got diverted. Something didn't work out right. So we have to make a plan B, but plan B ended up being better than plan A. Because you're open to opportunity. And like you said, it can be true of whether you're driving to Eagle mm-hmm. or whether you're driving to Omaha or Council Bluffs or anywhere. So it's just that that idea is great. It is great.
2: Well, before we ran out of time, oh, yeah. we, w- we want to talk a little bit about this black cab tour that we took. We mentioned earlier that we're staying at the Europa Hotel in, in the city center of Belfast. And maybe Chef Kevin can explain. This is the most is as notorious as the most bombed hotel in the world, right?
4: Because of the conflict that has been ensuing since the uh, early '70s and all the way up until the 1990s, and it's it's very interesting to see what happened here, and it almost shadows some of the things that we're seeing politically in the U.S., the anger, the division, the hatred, and it was fascinating to watch this. And
2: our our tour guide today was just three of us in a black cab, as you would think of in England, and uh, this gentleman was involved in that conflict as an 18-year-old teenager.
3: It's pretty amazing. I mean, in the end, it's really about identity. Mm. It's re- it, That was one of the things that came out was that either you have to show your identity or you know your identity. And I think that's what I'm seeing a lot in in America is that identity thing. It's, it's all about who do you think you are and say you are.
2: Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, enjoy this break, and we'll see you on Monday on 1499.3 KLIN. Educating, informing, entertaining.
1: The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, thank you for joining us today. That was fun talking to Dan and having him check in from Ireland. It's 537. I'm Doug Fitzgerald, and Dan will be back in the seat on Monday. Uh, Weather-wise, I need to let you know that we are currently, and they just announced it uh, a few minutes ago in a severe thunderstorm uh, watch, currently we've got severe thunderstorms popping up around the area. So just tune in to KLIN and we will keep you up to date. Well, we talked about August yesterday uh, with Jason Ball and how busy it is in Lincoln. There's a lot of activities happening uh, throughout the month and one of those is that school is starting back up for our youth, which means there's a lot of prep work both for parents and for our kiddos as well for this ac- uh, upcoming academic year. So I've asked Lancaster County Commissioner and Executive Director of a Youth for Christ of Lincoln, Matt Schulte, to join us and share some tips so you can help our teens, man. Um, really start the school year off well. He also has a big announcement uh, that we're going to we share do. towards the end of uh, the show. So.
0: Yeah, we've got a big event with a a guess that everybody listening to my voice will know yep. <laughs> and have heard of. And so I'm excited to plug this, but we, you got to listen for a few minutes first and then we'll get to that. You so. got to
1: hold on. So, man, I tell you what, time flies. I remember my kids when they were, you know, getting ready for school, both elementary, middle and high school. Now they're 26 and 22. And there's a lot of, you know, uh, fear that comes into that. There's a lot of anxiety, both for parents and for the kids as well, going back. Um, so we're going to talk, you're going to give us some tips. We're going to talk about that in a second, for parents to help their kids really transition from summer to school time. Before we do that, though, um, for our listeners who may not know, share with us about Youth for Christ Lincoln and the ministries that you have and the schools that you're serving, because you serve a lot of kids.
0: Sure, yeah. So Youth for Christ Lincoln, our goal is to reach kids, engage kids at pivotal moments, and at those pivotal moments, give them a chance to hear about God and make an informed decision about Him. So uh, we really are just about... Coming alongside kids, I mean, sometimes those pivotal moments, we have a program specifically for pregnant and parenting teens. You know, that's an absolutely life-changing moment that these teens are going through. So we have a program called Parent Life, which is for pregnant and parenting teens. Another pivotal moment in the life of teens in Lincoln is uh, if you end up in jail. There's about 50 to 70 kids in jails across the city. Um, There's a county jail. There's a couple state facilities. And so we get a chance to enter into those facilities and sit knee to knee with kids in jail and, um, uh, just meet them at that, you know, crucial moment in their life. And then the final program, and that's called Juvenile Justice Ministry. And then our final and biggest program is called Campus Life, which, uh, engages kind of your everyday kid walk in the hallway. I'm not saying that kids in jail or pregnant aren't everyday, but they're just kids going about your normal, kind of school retreat mm-hmm. routine in middle schools or high schools in and around Lincoln. So what so,
1: schools, yeah, what schools are you in? Well,
0: we, so we got a program down in Norris Middle and High School. We got a Raymond Central Middle and High School. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm probably going to forget a couple here, <laughs> right? but um, looks like Pound Middle School. We're going to start back up at Pound Middle School mm-hmm. this year. It's been a few years since we've been at Pound. Lux, Mickle. we've had a program at Moore. Um Northeast and Lincoln High we're, we're still in the process. We need a couple more leaders to join us. So, um but yeah, those are the couple the few that at least jump jump to mind right away. Last year we had 1000 kids involved in the program. Wow. it's
3: not Lincoln North Star then, correct?
0: No, not North Star. All right.
3: yet. Like when I was in campus life, when I was in high school at Lincoln North Star. Yeah. Shout out to Brian Marine, our mutual friend here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but-
0: <laughs> yeah, we've we've had we the Parent Life program happens in North Star, but currently we don't have a campus life at Star. Yeah, Center. so
1: a thousand students that you reach on are probably an annual basis. Correct. So let me ask you this before we get into the tips: um, What other other? There are a lot of other organizations then reaching out to youth, both from you know those that are pregnant, those that are in jail. Um, are there a lot of organizations in town doing that? With
0: those two particular populations, there are other organizations that are doing parts of it. Um, there's nobody else that does exactly what we do. Right. You know, there's. Um, the Girl Scouts does a program for kids that are in jail. Um, there's a number of, you know, the the, the pregnancy clinics and stuff like right. that that exist, but therefore kind of every, you know, women of all ages, whereas we specifically focus on teen girls. And we don't provide a lot of we don't provide diapers, but we know the people that do provide diapers. Right. So we really see ourselves more as a resource connecting into those resources rather than being the sole good. resource. That's
1: good. I just wanted to make sure we got that out to our listeners so they know yeah. all that you're doing, which is really important. All right. Let's jump into these tips because school is starting and you probably just, got a lot of anxious people out there. Just yeah. the 2
0: weeks away <laughs> now. I mean, less than that I think even but, you know, I, I think one thing that we as parents and adults in the lives of teens need to remember is that kids
1: are nervous going into the school year. I remember when I was going to school and I grew up in Albion, small town. I knew everybody. I yeah. still was nervous.
0: Yeah. So, you know? um, you know, kids are asking themselves, does is anyone going to notice me? Um, If they do, will they like me? they're, they're wondering, am I smart enough? I mean, my oldest son is interested right now in going to the air force Academy. And so he's got that kind of pressure on his life of like, I need to succeed and, you know, at a certain level so I can attain this next goal in my life. And so that question of, am I smart enough? Um, you know, and even, especially at the high school level, you have boys and girls asking themselves, you know, Will will a boy ask me to homecoming, right. you know, and those kind of social pressures, big social pressures that come with those older teenage years. And so, first of all, I think we as adults, teachers, parents, grandparents, we need to remember that kids are nervous. Even if you ask them and they say, no, nah, I'm fine. The reality is there is going to be some level of anxiety in their life these next couple of weeks. And so I just want to encourage us to dive into that, those moments and um, speak truth to them, and uh, just be in that moment with them.
1: I like, you know, giving them an um, uh, umbrella of grace, is what I like to say with our yeah. kids and stuff, because they may come, you know, and have a, a bad attitude or be agitated. And you think it's about you or something that's going on around you, but the reality is it could be the stress yeah. that they're dealing with. And they just need somebody to talk to sometimes. Yep. So, yeah. That's Let me good. just
0: give you a couple of specific ways some other good uh, just things that we do in my family and we try to do in the ministry as well is that um, I, as they're entering this time of uncertainty and nerve, nervousness, I guess I'll say, number one is I, I think we should encourage them where you see their weaknesses. Um, sometimes I forget, maybe it's not that I forget, but I, I, I neglect moments with my kids. And I had a moment the other day, one of my daughters, no surprise, teen, preteen girl, really struggling with her image, right? No surprise there. But I had a moment where I sat down with her and I looked her in the eyes and I said, you are not fat. Mm -hmm. And that was the story she was telling herself. You are not fat. You are beautiful. You're beautiful inside. You're beautiful outside. And just as soon as I started saying those words, I mean, her eyes were locked. Mm -hmm. like She was fully present right there listening to me, hearing me, just speaking that word of encouragement and a weakness in her life. And when we got to the end, it was fascinating. She actually turned to me and she said, dad and mom, because Chris, my wife is there too. Mom and dad, I just, I just love it when you help me think these things through. Mm. Um, And she just put the voice to that story that everybody, many kids are thinking themselves, but they don't often say it. And so I think we need to you know, encourage kids where you see their weakness because how,
1: they will listen to you. How, like like that example you just gave, how important is it for a dad and a granddad to share those things with their daughters?
0: Oh my goodness. I, I mean, here's what I'll say. Lots of women later on in life really struggle with um, what some people say, daddy issues. And so if we can just be there present at these critical moments and speaking in, I mean, I think there's no doubt in my mind that my words carry more weight in that moment than my wife's partly that's because i just don't take the time to share them as much with Mm -hmm. her and partly that's because i'm just um a male or you know just a guy in her life so
1: yeah all right um let's keep moving forward then you got some more tips here Um, you talk about loneliness yeah you know what's so interesting about that and I think about just even my life as an as an adult you can be in a room full of people and still be lonely yes you know and your students and your teenagers can be at school and and some of these classes are hundreds of kids in each class I grew up with 51 right in my class Our kids went to Lincoln East and you know hundreds of kids in their class but they can still be lonely
0: I tell, and this is a story, this is something we do with our kids again every school year, is I, I remind them that when you feel lonely, there is somebody else in the room feeling the exact same way. Yep. And if you walk across the room, you look for the kid who you think has the fewest friends and make become friends with them or, or be, be lonely together, turns out you're no longer together and you're no longer lonely. And so... Um I really encourage our kids to see other people that are feeling maybe the way they're feeling and just engage them and one one of the greatest stories that we use to tell that story to our kids is we watch the movie Wonder. Um every year the eve before they go back to Christmas or go not Christmas before they go back <laughs> to school and it's just a great reminder that It's easy to feel lonely. It's easy to feel left out. And it talks about some of the insecurities that teens of all kinds face. Um, and so I just, I just really encourage kids to, when they feel lonely, know they're not alone. And there's other people in that room yeah. that they can make friends
1: with. Yeah, I agree with that. It's 547. We're talking with Lancaster County Commissioner and Executive Director of Youth for Christ Lincoln, Matt Schulte, on and 993, KLIM. Um, your last tip here is about celebration, about getting ready yeah. for the big day. The other last, final thing I would do is, this is a
0: big transition in the life of teens, Your kids, period. Teens, for sure. But they've had 10 weeks of a level of freedom that they're about ready to lose. (laughs) Right, Lots of freedom. Because they got to sit down in class now. It's no more video games all day. It's no more detasseling. It's no more lifeguarding. Exactly. (laughs) And so I think one small thing we can do is let's celebrate this day. Let's rejoice in the fact that we get to go back to school and be with friends and learn and grow. Um, And so I would just, it feels like a little bit of a downer to kids. So make it fun. Take them out to breakfast at McDonald's, you know, go get Eileen's cookie or 402 creamery after school. But, you know, do something we do. Like I said, we watch a movie on the eve of Chris of I keep saying Christmas. <laughs> it's e- really hot. Yes. So <laughs> On the eve of the first school year. Um, and so I would just encourage parents and adults to make it fun. By celebrating with their kids the start of a new school year.
1: Yeah, we were talking with our kids last week. And again, they're adult kids now um, and with their significant others. And they were all talking about how they remembered the special moments like when dad would bring lunch or dad would, you know, um, you know, share a snack or, or they would call mom during the day to bring something. But it was those little things that they really remembered um, that we did. Right. Mm-hmm. That I didn't even think about. Yeah. I didn't even think it was that big of a deal. So, yeah. well, let's talk about one more thing um, before we talk about uh, an exciting announcement you have coming up. And that is with social media and phones and all that, we're starting to hear, and obviously it's been around for a long time, but really starting to hear. Where kids are at danger with other people trying to poach and trying to build relationships that are inappropriate, that type of thing. What kind of kind of advice can you give parents for kids You know, who have total access to social media through their phone and anybody can communicate with them at any time, no matter who they are around the world?
0: So the first piece of advice I give to parents, and we live this out in my household, is if, is that any phone, I have access to everything on that phone at all times. So I as a parent can unlock a phone and look at those text messages, look at what's going on in social media. So I have their password to their phone so I can jump on and just see what is what's going across their their what what are they seeing mm-hmm. and what are they producing, what are they pushing out. And so number one is you should have the password to your kids' phone. You pay for it, most likely, yep. and you know that this is one of the biggest threats to their life, literally to their life happiness is one of the biggest threats is phones right now, and so have the the password to their phone and check it don't and don't hesitate to check it um it's not creeping, especially if they know they've got access and i part of the way we mimic that in our household is my kids also have the password to my phone, mm-hmm. and so I let them i mean they they have before they rarely do, but they could jump on and see what my and so i I model that as well that that openness um that exists so first of all have phone have access to your kids' phone and give them access possibly as part of that too. Um, So number one is I would give them access. Number two is I would have regular conversations about it. Um, I was giving my son's friends, two boys, a ride home this summer. And I just said on the car ride on the way home. I just said, hey, um, I know you guys have had phones for a while. Like, how's it going having social media in your pocket? And just by asking that question, both these boys had very different answers, very different responses, but they were... They were talking to me about it. I mean, I, I'm i not even really, I'm just their friend's dad. <laughs> I'm not like their parent that's there. And I wasn't doing it in an accusatory way. I was just saying, hey, how's it going having a phone? What's, what's that pressure like? And just engaging in that conversation. So number one, have access to their phone. Number two... Um, have conversations about it.
1: And I think as parents just have courage, courage. I mean, a lot of times you feel guilty, you know, if you're going to take away a privilege. The reality is, um, there are things that are happening on social media and we've heard it in the news this last week and relationships being built that literally can change the trajectory of their lives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's very important that we protect them. So, all right, well, let's get into some fundraisers you have coming up. You've yeah. got some good stuff happening right now and something coming up in October. So
0: yeah. So what are we talking about first? Peaches.
1: Okay, peaches. Food.
0: We do a Colorado peach fundraiser at Youth for Christ Campus Life. Um, last year, we sold literally 14 tons of peaches. How many
1: semi-loads that? That was that? more
0: than two semis. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and they come kind of every other week for a couple weeks here. But um the, this week, in in two weeks, they'll be here on about the 17th of August, and then two weeks after that, the next shipment will come. Um So if you're interested in buying Colorado peaches, YFCpeaches.org, that's like youth for Christ, dot YFCpeaches.org. We're taking orders right now. Um, I can guarantee you they are the best peaches you will ever buy.
1: They're big too, you said this year, yeah. right?
0: They're just, I mean, literally some of them have been softball size. I mean, they're just... <laughs> Big juicy peaches. You're, um, a few years ago, actually, High uh, V came and bought a whole pallet from us really? because they were way better than their quality, um, and they turned around and sold them for six dollars a pound, <laughs> 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 which is not. I mean, if you buy them from us, they're about two and a half dollars a pound, but you buy a whole box, a lug of peaches. Um, so, we've already sold almost thirteen hundred lugs. Wow, we got about three hundred more to go. So, if you're interested in ordering Colorado peaches, YFCPeaches.org, jump on there, make your reservation, and they should be arriving here relatively shortly. How important is uh, our fundraisers like this to the organization? So our original goal was to raise enough money to pay a part-time staff member for a whole year to to minister to kids. And last year, we exceeded that. Actually, no, last year we exceeded it. We raised enough money that we could pay a full-timer oh, for wow. a whole year. So. Um, it's just a huge blessing. It's a fun way to engage with a nonprofit. You get to fill your belly, literally juices run down your, the sides of your mouth. Um, I've had, had a lady actually tell me just the other day, I can't wait to get my peaches so I can stand over the sink and just let the juices run off my chin.
1: Uh,
3: before we go to break, I just wanted to read a text that was just received saying, it's from listener Tammy Fitzgerald saying, "Tell Doug to order me some peaches."
0: <laughs> oh, oh, that um, sounds like someone's now. wife now. I'm on the hook
3: now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was when you said that, Jenny. I was think, I was envisioning you eating a peach with juices running down your face, <laughs> and stuck in your beard. So
2: save <laughs> so, it for later. Uh, all right.
1: Well, hey, um, one more thing before we go to break, you have another um fun uh fundraiser coming up, uh, comedy night. Yes, and a big announcement to be made you haven't made it anywhere yet this no. is the first place
0: yes exactly so we do a big comedy night every year we've had a number of different comedians over the years just had great laughter fun time just a fun very different kind of fundraiser and this year and where do you hold it at well, first. we had to move it this year. Okay. We've always done it at the Rococo Theater, but this year we're going to have a huge audience. So we're, we moved it over and we actually found a church that's going to let us use their facility. Nice. So we're doing it over at Christ Place Church
1: this yeah, year. Yeah,
0: Because our comedian this year is Larry the Cable Guy.
1: Yes, that'll be fun.
0: <laughs> we are super excited. He actually, this is kind of a fun story. I met his wife when she bought Colorado peaches. Really? So that's how I first got connected with them, is that they bought Colorado peaches. Uh, I guess I'd bumped into him maybe a couple times or before, but. Um, super excited. Larry the Cable Guy is going to be at our community on October 24th. I'll give you some details after a little break here. Yeah, yeah, good? yeah.
1: No, he's, 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 a, he's a great guy, and he gives back so much and does such a great job, even for the faith community as well. So I appreciate that. That's exciting. Yeah. You're going to fill it up. Uh, you can go to yfclincoln.org for more info, correct?
0: Absolutely. All
1: right. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back here with uh, Matt Schulte in just a couple minutes, and then we'll wrap up the show. You're listening to Lincoln's number one news and talk station, KLIN You're
0: listening to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN At
1: 558, thanks again for joining us. I'm Doug Fitzgerald. My last day. Dan will be back in the seat on Monday. We are in the severe thunderstorm watch, so be... Careful of the weather out there tonight. All right, we're here with Matt Schulte from Youth for Christ of Lincoln. We want to talk about a couple more things. Just promote your comedy night and the peaches.
0: Yeah, so we got our comedy night. Like I mentioned earlier, we are super excited. Larry the Cable Guy is going to be our special guest this year. Get
1: her done. <laughs> How to do, do, do it
0: <laughs> exactly? Larry the Cable Guy is going to be our comedian this year. It's open to the well, it's open to the public. But right now, we're going through a sponsorship phase where we're asking individuals and companies to sponsor the event, help make it happen, help us. Raise some money to reach teens. Um, and so if you're interested in you as a business or you as an individual are interested in grabbing some tickets and helping sponsor the event, go to YFCLincoln.org. You'll see Larry the Cable Guy's photo right there on the front page. Just, nice. just scroll down a little bit. So October 24th, our comedy night uh, with Larry the Cable Guy.
1: And the Peaches website again?
0: The Peaches website. You can go to the same website, YFCLincoln.org, and it's right there as well. Scroll down, you'll see a Big picture of Colorado peaches and jump on there, grab a lug for $48, and we'll see you in a
1: week or so when they arrive. And now I'm responsible for getting our family some (laughs) as well. So, hey, if you want to listen to the recording of this show, all you have to do is go to our website at KLIN.com. You can also use the KLIN app uh, where you listen uh, to all of our past episodes. You've been listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Have a great weekend and get her done.